Hello, hello. Welcome back, everyone, to episode number 23 of the Post Game Overtime podcast. I'm Brandon, as always, joined by my good buddy, Will. Uh, how are we doing today? We're doing good. It's the uh, Michael Jordan episode 23, big three. And it is, yep. Finally got there. Um, Finally been, got been there. Little, That's been big been been a little while. It's been a little while since we've sat down and uh, recorded here, but... Uh, it has. Had a and, little bit uh, of kinda, go, but we're... Yeah, we've both been crazy busy. Um, we gotta do an episode soon, catching up on our personal life. I gotta tell you a yeah, little we, bit about yeah, well, some road stories. I've been on the road with comedy. Um, opening for some unreal comedians. Uh, got the absolute pleasure of opening for the hilarious Mike Dambra. Um, with, uh, with a really <laughs> funny... Well, he's he's a... He's pretty big around. I know the guy you you opened for um, uh, it's a couple weeks ago, but like Todd Ness, I think his name was. Yeah. Fucking funniest dude I've ever seen on Instagram. Oh, shit. oh yeah, you know him. Dude, oh, he's so good. He's so good. He, both, both him and Danbro, but um, they both, but just because you're talking about Ness, Ness lit up the room, bro. Like yeah. the first night, especially. I, like I, it was I ended just... up seeing, yeah, because he, he always posts clips from his shows. And I saw the ones from from that when you were um, at that show. And like, fuck, is he funny? He is Bro, so. Bro, it was an electric night. And uh, shout out to the club we were at that night. It was Good Times in Lethbridge. Uh, they're awesome. I was just there recently, but I hope to be there in the next few months. So. Hopefully he's um, back because fuck, he's, he's a funny dude. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, headliners, I think, cycle through yeah. a little less frequently. So he might be back, like, it, next year, let's say. Yeah, I was going to say, it'd probably be a while. But, uh, but, but, you know, keep an eye out for him wherever your city is. Look him up. He is, uh, he's one funny guy, for sure. Um, but I was, uh, I was on the road in small-town rural Saskatchewan last weekend. We love Saskatchewan, though. Oh boy, that was shout out, uh, shout out to the riders there as well. Actually, it's his own only really major league um, sports team in Saskatchewan. So, yeah, but man, to them, uh, junior hockey's pretty major league. Um, second night, I had a crazy show. The third night, show went uh, well, but uh, afterwards, I ended up going to a party, and by like two a.m., I'm. Uh, in a former WHL enforcer's house, drinking his moonshine. I'm actually. No, never mind. Well, yeah, I'm just. I'm surprised they let you in Saskatchewan after your whole, just obsession with the Bedard family. Yeah, I'm surprised. Fair. I'm surprised they even let you into Saskatchewan. Do, do you know that? I started to think about it, his family's probably out there. It's probably just him. But well, I was gonna say it also shows. That this podcast really doesn't have that wide of a reach. <laughs> I bet you just put on a disguise. Yeah, that could be it that'd too. Be, that'd be my guess. Yeah, maybe they maybe they get us confused. Maybe they think like my voice belongs on your body. You know what I mean? Mm, maybe. Like the few pictures be, of us, we've, weird. I don't know if we've ever labeled ourselves. You know what I mean? Yeah, so no, so who haven't. knows? We've never done video either. So who knows which voice belongs to which body? Yeah. So if you go to Saskatchewan, you might get. Yeah, I might, I might be. Off. I might. I might be fucked. You're you're greenlit in Saskatchewan, man. Yeah, fine. I'm a, I'm a town hero there. No, 
It's a tough province to be banned from, honestly. Yeah. Well, I, I was in a small town the second I had to call uh, 911 for someone. Yeah, you were talking about that. What uh, what town was that in? Church Bridge, Saskatchewan. Oh, it, okay. uh, yeah, yeah. Here's a little fun fact about small town, small town performing. Um, 2016, a Canadian census had the town at a population of 896. <laughs> roughly, roughly about 50 people in, uh, in the show. And I'll give them generous growth, but that's a declining population town. Like that, that it's a very old population there. Yeah. So I think this is quite generous, but let's say they even jump to a thousand people. Mm-hmm. I, I'm willing to bet you. <laughs> oh, like if 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 there's a thousand people, fifty people off that show, that's five percent of the entire town on our show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that—that's a little silly, is it not? Yeah, that's. I was gonna say, like, I knew it was a small town, but I didn't know it was that small. And then uh, yeah. behind the oh. behind the bar was a, a junior hockey arena, and people were coming in in between intermissions to get beer. Oh hell yeah, that's a that's the spot to be then. Well, that's someone good. had few too many. Well, they were interrupting the show. They were kind of assholes, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Well, yeah, people uh, do that. Yeah. Because they would heckle, but. One person had a few too many, um, and I don't know how they ended up outside, but they ended up outside, and they ended up passed out in the snowbank, and nothing but a tank top. Yeah, that's and like minus twenty below Saskatchewan. Not good. Not healthy. Not, not good life decisions there. No. Um, Better but... for them for trying to tough it out, though. <laughs> so yeah, so so. Uh, Luckily, I came out of training for first aid, um, so I didn't freaking knew what to do, which is from the mom called 911. Uh, they were having some other medical issues. Uh, we don't need to divulge into their life, um, but, but they were having some seizures um, as well. So obviously, 911 was contacted. And for the sake of the story, um, before we go on any further, person is A-OK. Uh, they were stabilized by EMS. They're doing great. Um, so all is good in that front. But um, when when things weren't going good, I uh, was trying to you know, flag over some bystanders, get some help, you know, get blankets, whatnot. And uh, and the first guy that was over there, he was helping me out. And you know, I'm gonna be honest. I think it became a little too much for him because at one point he just got up and left to have a smoke. Yeah, you gotta do sometimes, I guess. He just, she, she was on the ground, I'm, you know, doing all this stuff, and he just, without even saying anything, just kind of stands up and talk. I, I, I guess the union, the works. Just dipped out. Um, dipped out, but comes back ten one, minutes later after his smoke. One could say he pulled uh, Giselle, <laughs> upping and leaving. Well, he did come back. Yeah, she ain't she ain't coming back to me. She ain't coming back. She not after not back. after the last couple weeks. No, <laughs> she's with AB now. Um, oh, she's dating some other dude though. She immediately like went on vacation with some guy and was now dating him. Why not? You're just all bunching. That was quick though. Yeah, of course. We'll get we'll get to the AB stuff though because there's <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot there. 
But somebody comes back from a smoke break and he just hits me with the classic, oh, she had another seizure. Fuck. Just fucking couldn't be more casual. Dude casual is just Carl ready. over here. Dude is ready to go home. Yeah, this was... Uh... Dude was just ready to call it a night. But then, then afterwards, then like EMS, you know, got got her and everything was good. We were kind of clearing out, you know, everyone, you know, kind of shaking hands, all the bystanders. Oh, thanks for helping, blah blah blah. You know, the 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 typical after the scene, everyone was kind of having a little brief, little chat, whatever. Yeah. And the first bystander comes up to me and he goes, "Hey, we did something pretty amazing." God. <laughs> The dude's just hammered. No, you know, I no, no, I because he was driving by and I like waved him down. So I just, I, I don't think that. Dude, it's small town Saskatchewan. <laughs> I don't think being behind the wheel means no. He was sober. <laughs> anyone you said it not say me. that they've probably anyone who talks like that they've probably had had a few had a few beers in them that day. Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking so. Fair enough. But you know, I mean, shout out to him for seeing what's going on, stopping and helping in to help out. So exactly, and 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 I think that's alcohol that's will do exactly that. Exactly the moral of the story. Alcohol Pardon? makes you, alcohol makes you care about random strangers, right? Makes you courageous, eh? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No shit, that's wild though. Just another another night and. Rural Saskatchewan. It was pretty nuts. Also, this is another satellite episode. If people didn't, if people couldn't tell by my moving quality. So basically, what we're we're saying is, is if anyone listening wants to get some action with you, they just got to pretend to be passed out and get some some mouth to mouth from you. Oh, buddy, I was not given mouth to mouth that night. No. Best case scenario, I was fanning Aaron from a distance. <laughs> Intoxicated driver guy was, uh, he was doing the mouth to mouth. No, no, because even, even the person's uh, significant other came by at one point, and I don't even think they were, they were keen on giving mouth to mouth. Shit. Um, Imagine you're dying and, no, and people are like, nah, I, I can't do mouth to mouth, man. Well, like, no, I, know, it'll, it'll, I know how to, but like, fuck, dude, I can't. It also wasn't required in the moment, to be fair. We don't know that. Yes, we do. What I'm trained in first that, aid. What, I know what, that mouth to mouth wasn't required. What a wake up call that be, though. If, like, you're dying and people are like, I just, I can't do mouth to mouth. I can't. I can't just ready to let you kick the bucket over it. I can't bring myself to it. That'd be That's a humbling that. experience. Well, yeah, that uh, is. No, but that's that's wild. Yeah, but you know, uh, luckily everyone's okay, and uh, went back in, finished my beer. Did uh, buddy, did, did buddy join you or no? No, no, he drove on. Um, <laughs> one of the first responders joined me though. Did you breathalyze him before he drove off? No, of course not. Why would I ruin the party? Um, like <laughs> The cigarette sobered him up. Anyways. <laughs> uh, should we do a little football or should we start off with a little hockey? Should we start with hockey? People seem to like the hockey talk. Let's do it actually because at the time of our recording, I'm watching the... Uh, I'm not really watching, but I got on the background. The um, uh, Florida Panthers and Calgary Flames game. 
which yeah. is Matthew Kachuk's return to Calgary tonight, actually. Ooh, has there been a brawl? No. So funny thing, though, um, one of the things I'm talking about, so I was just, I like, because I, I follow up on, like, a lot of um, Flames writers and, and whatnot, just kind of from being in the area. And there was lots of talk about how, because, like, with the Flames over the offseason, obviously they lost Goudreau and Kachuk in the span of however many days. So kind of their, their core right there is now gone. And it was interesting to me that people were talking about how they should like praise Kachuk tonight and like cheer for him and, and clap for him and whatnot, but then they should boo Goudreau. And I thought that was like almost the exact opposite of what they should should do. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you, I mean, like, yeah, their, their whole reasoning was, well, we got something out of Kachuk and we got Goudreau for nothing. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, that is what happened. But Kachuk willingly didn't want to be there. He straight up said, I don't want to be in Calgary and yeah. be stuck there. I, he even said in an interview he wanted to go to Florida and, or somewhere nice, like Florida, California, whatever. And somewhere probably think- with maybe lesser taxes than Canada. I I don't I mean yeah but I it's not the NHL is a way of doing it where you get taxed um like per game type of thing depending on where it is because you're technically working from there. Oh, um, that's cool. But no, Kachuk just said he wanted to be in. Uh, Florida said, you know, I want to I want to wear shorts when I roll up to the rink. I want to wear my flip flops. Like I want to drive a nice nice Ferrari or whatnot. Like he didn't want yeah. the you know pants and the the thick shoes in the truck you got to drive in Calgary and whatnot. Um, that's, you know, and that's completely fair. But I, then, and, and I get that. But then Goudreau goes to Columbus because he wants to be closer to home. Goudreau's paid his dues. He was in Calgary for, what, nine, ten years, something like that? Like, yeah. he put in his dues there, did everything he could for the team. Mm-hmm. So he's earned the right to decide where he wants to go. It sucks that he, the Flames got nothing for him. But that's part of the game. Flames fans would have been pissed if they traded Goudreau at the trade deadline and last year and tanked the season. They, yeah, no, you're right. They made it to the playoffs and actually got past the first round again. So, But mm-hmm. um, tonight they, they did like a video tribute thing. Kachuk got a standing ovation from the fans. They were cheering for nice. him. But then the entire game, as soon as he touches the puck, it was just a rain of boos down on him. Dies. It, was, it, was, it was fantastic. Um, can I, should we do an early kind of clown report? Not like early, but just like throw a clown on there right now while we're on the topic. Sure. So I'm going to throw Kachuk on the clown report. Um, because I, I want to say it was last night. He, so they played in Edmonton. Obviously, he has a former Flames. You know, the Oilers hate him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's not welcome there. So he scored last night. And he did that kind of, like, um, signal thing, like, trying to, like, bite your ear. And it's like, come on, keep it going. Like, he wanted them to keep booing and was, like, pissing them off. And so then the game ends up going into overtime. And Kachuk has the puck. And um, I think he passed it off. And then he goes to – he turns it over. And so he tries to turn to backcheck on the plane. He eats shit in the Oilers' end. And then the Oilers come down and go bing-bing and score in overtime. So – 
Nice. Been going on there because he was trying to be all cocky and whatnot, and he cost his team the game in the end. And looking I'm like a clown, looking like a clown doing it, sprawling on the ice when the other team's scoring. So, karma's always there. It is. Karma yeah. always gets. Yeah. Saw it first I I got breaking news. Should I wait for the clown report? No, nah, if it's breaking news, it's. It's well, out. it's breaking to me. Some articles are saying coming out 11 hours ago, some two hours ago. I just found this out. Yeah. In a leaked a- email, it has been confirmed that the liver king's on roids. Oh, yeah. I was, yeah, dude. I was, I couldn't sleep last night. So I was sitting there in bed at like 2 a.m. and I was just going through the news like a fucking loser. And I came across that, and I watched, like, a whole thing on it, yeah. All his, like, leaked emails came out, and, um, him, like, like fake, 10 grand him, like, a month. Yeah, him, like, faking all of his interviews when they ask him, like, okay, so, like, what do you do when he tells them? And he was, it was leaked, to, like, that was all fake. Like, he's, he's a fraud. I didn't even know who this guy was, actually, to be fair. I literally just found out last night who he even was, so. He's he's a internet guy. He's an Instagram TikTok. Guy. I was gonna I say, really yeah. I, I kind of once I looked into it, like I was like, okay, yeah, he's just like a, a TikTok, like Instagram, like trying to be an influencer but being fake about it. Mm-hmm. That's tough though. Like that's his whole reputation is gone just like that. Yeah, yeah. I, you, wonder, I mean, it's, I it's leaked emails. Like there's, there's no trying to cover it up. It's not like oh, you got hacked or anything. Like well, I mean, you did get hacked, but like. They hacked so they could reveal the truth on you. So, yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I wonder how he'll come out of it. I don't, I don't think he will. I don't think even he had that much longevity. No. Anyways, I think the people that believe him will still say, "Well, you know, his lifestyle is good." But I don't know. I don't know how. Yeah. I don't know how much longevity he had. Anyways, I, I don't think much. Like, he, 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 I think he was at, like, his peak kind of at, at this time, so. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Anyway, Sucks sorry, back him. to hockey. I just saw that quickly. It binged on my phone, which I don't know why I get such late alerts, but, you know. Because you're a TikToker. <laughs> you're a TikToker so much now. news blowing up my phone that it's hard for it all to get to me on time, you know. Um, yeah. Sorry. Anyways, uh, back to the I know, I know the last time we recorded, um, we are talking... Oh, well, I, I briefly mentioned on Matthew Barzell and his... Uh, um, the, the record he broke for most assists to start a season without a single goal. Mm. Since then, at least to my knowledge, because these are kind of bigger records, maybe there's some smaller ones broken, but three major... Um, NHL records have been broken since three. What are the three? Um, so the first one is like a team award. The Boston Bruins set the longest active, um, or I guess, I mean, it's still active right now, um, but they've set the longest win streak to start a season when it comes to home games. Oh, wow. I think, I think Good after their, their win tonight, they're now. It's something. It's 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 crazy. Now. I think it's like fourteen, fifteen games in a row or something. Jeez. Um, Boston baby. So so, do you think that team has longevity? What's what's the um? What's I, the outlook on that team? I am unsure. 
with them. I think they're a phenomenal team, but it's like they're, and their goaltending has been phenomenal from guys who haven't always haven't even ever really been looked at as starters really. So it's tough to say, and they're in a very tough division as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean they're they're on top of the world right now, first in the the entire league, but it, it's it's tough. Yeah. You know, I think obviously they're get, every team goes through that stint. Like they're eventually Boston's going to go on like a, a a three game losing streak, a four or five, maybe even a six. Like it happens in in professional hockey. Um, yeah, eighty two I mean, game season. Like right now, they're they're on top of the league. I don't I don't see them slowing down anytime soon. Um, yeah. Well, and I think I think if you have a good locker room, you're able to turn things around without going into panic mode. And what's Absolutely. nice about a huge winning streak, especially near the start of the season, is you build yourself a buffer where, you know, what if they keep this up twenty games? What if they keep this up more? To where now, like, what's their record? Uh, the Bruins record right now, they're nineteen yeah. and three. Exactly. Like, if they keep this up longer, where you know, they build themselves a substantial game lead kind of in the league. Yeah, like and, and it's what we talked about last time. A six-game oh, yeah. losing skid. And it's, exactly. they, you know, they don't have to hit the panic button. They have kind of that buffer to, to suck. <laughs> exactly. Well, and they've got um, Montgomery. The name of- <laughs> I'd have to be. Um, but, the, but they also have Dallas's head coach from last year, Jim Montgomery. Phenomenal coach. He's just so calm and, and cool and collected. Like he, yeah, even if things went south a little bit, like he, he wouldn't hit the panic button. Like he knows how to, um, yeah, he, he knows how to just figure it out and, and get things back to where they should be. So fair enough. Um, and then the um... other two, the other two records quickly, just, uh, Alex Ovechkin just broke this tonight. He became the NHL's all time leader for road goals. Scored with 403. Um, so he passed Wayne Gretzky for that. Uh, as he's oh, nice. slowly creeping up on the, the all-time uh, goals record. He's, he's close to passing Gordie Howe for second all-time. And then it's just uh, just a matter of catching the great one, which Fovechkin plays out the rest of his contract, will probably beat, I think. How has, has Wayne commented on this? I think he has, hasn't he? He's quite supportive. I- I think he did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. Like he, he's like, hey man, like, records are are made to be broken. Like, and and I think if Ovechkin doesn't, I don't think you're gonna see, um, anyone else ever break it. Fair enough. Like, I mean, there's lots of good players in league, so but I don't see anyone. Not even Connor Bedard. No, because that's like you have to consistently put up 50 goal seasons in a row yeah and and with the game forever changing that's tough to predict and yeah and and Ovechkin's such a i mean the the best word to say is a unit like he's a big guy so he can handle himself out there he's he's a smart guy he doesn't um ever put himself in positions to like injure himself like guys like bedard mcdavid they're so fast you even if you don't hit them clean with a hip check, but you kind of knock them off balance, they're flying at such a quick speed. Them flying into the boards or whatever, like, is is going to do damage. So, I think Ovechkin's just had a and no discredit to him. He's a phenomenal player. He has a great shot, but 
but he, he really put himself in a good path to actually go for it. Yeah, no, I, I hear what you're saying. And then the last one, probably your favorite ever, Cal Clutterbuck, last week set the NHL. Well, already my favorite time. just because of that name, Cal Clutterbuck. Cal Clutterbuck, a little grinder. No, Clutterbuck not really. yourself. I don't really want to say a, I don't really want to say a grinder, but more of a, a power forward type guy. Buddy, getting like, that name out to grinder? You kidding me? Uh, but Cal he's, so Clutterbuck, he set, say that ten times NH- fast and go fuck yourself. He set the the all time NHL record for uh, hits. So he had nine at dog. He had nine in the game last week against Toronto, which got him the, the record. So well, there you go. good on him. Good on him indeed. Yeah. Um so New Jersey is the top of the Metropolitan League. I think we said this was gonna be a short one um this week. So I, I say we do a hockey wrap up and kinda tomorrow late night or Thursday, we can put out a more in-depth football one for sure. Yeah, I think all we were planning to do for football is kind of cover a little bit of last week, and then, uh, yeah, in the next couple of days, we're going to do something for. Well, let's. I say, I say, week. let's go a little more into hockey right now, and then we'll just say oh, football. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. I mean, yeah. If you got, uh, if you got some hockey stuff, I'm all ears. Well, not as much news, but I just you know want want to go over a quick little. We'll run through the league. We got New Jersey, Boston, Dallas, and Vegas all leading their respective divisions. Um, Boston, obviously, with the the big big lead. I'm trying to find... Oh, there we go. There's the points column. I am so dumb reading the NHL standings. You know, funny... I know they're on maybe more of a win streak, but uh, New Jersey's right up there with them. Do you think yeah. we'll be seeing like a Boston, New Jersey Eastern final? What is what are the odds of that? I don't think it'll happen. Um, no, I like New Jersey. I think they got a great team, but they're they're still so young and so inexperienced. Like they they did have an, an incredible run. Also, their fans are terrible. Mm. I'm just gonna put that out there. Um, there was what was the other team? I was gonna rag on on two fan bases. Hopefully the other one comes to me. But New Jersey, their, their fans were abysmal last week at a game. I don't mm. know if you saw it, but they were playing Toronto. And so at the time, they're on a, I believe at the time, it was a 13-game win streak. Yeah. And they were, they oh, were playing. I saw that. And yeah, so they were playing Toronto, and they had three goals called back, all for very good reasons. Like, yeah, and they were by the rule book, garbage. they shouldn't. Yeah, so then they started throwing a bunch of garbage on the ice one. Not so, like. I saw the video, though. To be fair to the fans, and I get you got judged by your worst, right? There was, what, 100 pieces of garbage? Like, it wasn't like there was this colossal rain down. But that's the thing, though, is there was a lot of just, like, um, wrappers and bags and stuff, like, stuff you can't see. That's why the players had to, like, leave and they had to... Do a full uh, sweep over the ice because there's a lot of stuff thrown there that you can't that you can't just like easily see and pick up. So they had to do a, a scrape to make sure everything was was off the ice. That's annoying. That's a shame. It's like, and that's that just really it's, it's such a bad look. Like they're they're no worse than Flyers fans a couple years ago, and they were throwing those bracelets, those light up mm-hmm. bracelets on the ice. Like it's 
any any hockey fan would know all three of those goals came back for the right reason. One yeah. was clearly offside. One was goalie interference, and then the other one he kicked it in. Like I don't, I just don't see how you can sit there and like obviously you're passionate, like that's awesome, but. I mean, throwing a bunch of shit on the ice, like, what, what's that prove? Like, it just makes you guys look, dare I say, like clowns. I think, I think you know, we've just, for this episode, we're going to not do a clown report. We've just dispersed it throughout the episode. It's the Easter egg clown report episode. Yeah, there we go. Well, then, um, another one, Ottawa, their defenseman, Akita Zaitsev. Hmm. He blew up, I don't know, I, uh, some guy on, I wish I still had the, uh, the, the messages, but some guy was just making fun of him in his Instagram DMs, and he responds back, like, threatening to fight the guy, and it's like, pull up right now, let's see how tough you are, and it's like, fuck. As a professional athlete, you gotta have thicker skin than that. What's his name? Uh, Nikita Zaitsev. I'm not even sure if he's playing right now, because I think he's awful. Absolutely terrible player. Um, looking up, we're looking up the DMs here. I'm not. And they're I'm, not on Google Images, so never mind. Um, I'm not, I'm not even sure if he's. Is he even fucking playing for the Senators anymore? No, he's he's in the minors now. That's how fucking bad he is. Mm. Damn, but he mm. but he's making a. He's making the bag. He's making like four and a half mil still. Yeah, there you go. And that's all that matters. Um, that's why Toronto got rid of him because they didn't want to pay him that. Uh, so, so I was going to say we're also kind of a little more through a quarter of the season now. And um, Dallas is also Dallas and Vegas. They're leading in the West. Teams. Um, Actually, I didn't think any four of these teams would be at the top of their divisions. Seattle's coming up, baby. Right. Second place. Yeah, big Kraken guy. I'm a huge Kraken fan. So I was just going to say, though, um, quarter through the season, who would you say your two Dark Horse teams are? Maybe one out of the East, one out of the West? Dark Horse teams. So kind of, I don't know. They don't even have to be Dark Horse, but but who are your teams that uh, aren't the obvious ones? You kind of get what I'm saying, right? So... This one's not like I mean they aren't second place in their division right now, but they don't get the respect they deserve. Um, the New York Islanders in the East, mm. um, I think they're a phenomenal team. Um, my my dad is actually a, a diehard Islanders fan, so that's why I watch. Oh, yeah. like, that's why I watch a lot of their games, so then I can you know call him or text him about about him a lot and whatnot. But um, and I and I love that team as well, but they they always just get overlooked. You know, they they play in a division where, I mean, you're the other New York team with the New York Rangers. So obviously, you're always overshadowed by that. But then, you know, the Flyers, they have a great history. The Capitals, everyone's watching them. They got Ovechkin, Penguins with Crosby. Like, Downers always just seem to get overlooked there. And... Yeah. Well, and not even just in that area alone, like in New York specifically. But you think about that area. You got the New Jersey Devils, New York Islanders, um, New York Rangers, and then yeah. I know it's two states over, but he even got the Boston Bruins, who do have uh, a even, huge, even Buffalo. huge fan base. Buffalo, yeah. And you Buffalo think about, doesn't really have a big. Uh, 
Actually, they, they have a big fan base. It's just not like that diehard kind of fan base. And Islanders, they weren't original six, right? No. No. So, so I think you also kind of have that working against you when you're an original six city, but you're not an original six team. Yeah. You're, you're the second to the party for sure, no doubt. And, um, yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And it's, you know, a lot of people thought they were, you know, um, they missed the playoffs last year after the previous two seasons going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. And then they missed the playoffs last year. And everyone's like, oh, no, they're, they're showing who they really are. And, 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 and like last year, I mean, they played their first, like, I think it was like 17 or 18 games of the season all on the road mm-hmm. while they were waiting for their new arena to open up. And then as soon as it does, half their team gets COVID. And then it shows like, nope, you you play on, you you call up guys and make it work. So they were only playing with for a couple of games, five of their regular players yeah. in the lineup. And so they're just getting slapped around in that. And it wasn't until Canadian teams started getting uh That's these it. COVID outbreaks for the NHL be like, hey, like if there's something like that happens, like your team's games are postponed. Um so when you start the season off on the road away from your home and families for Damn near two months. Like, mm-hmm. actually, no, I think it was only about a month and a half. But, and then you come back home, and then you've only got five of your regular guys, and um, so it's just all the things went wrong. And and then they're probably the best coach in the entire league at the time, Barry Trotz, and then part ways, mm-hmm. um, just because Trotz wanted to go home, kind of be with his family, and I'm not even sure if he'll ever coach again. I think he's maybe looking more for a management role. Interesting. So they just missed the playoffs, and now they've got a new coach taken over, and they're, I mean, they're second in their division. You know, and this could definitely be their comeback year. You know, new coach, new team identity. Um, they did have that bit of a slide last year, where it's not necessarily a rebuild, but it's just through circumstance you had a bad year. And I think maybe this is their chance. You know, you get a bit of a higher draft pick. Yeah. You know, you know, shorter or longer off season, you're not going to the playoffs. Like you do have those things that are supposed to work in your advantage to boost those teams yeah. that don't make it right. Like that's how leagues are designed to increase parity. So I wonder, in a situation like that where um, they they were a victim to circumstance and not team failure, I wonder yeah. if One. this this year they're set up for success. Well, it's like you, you, you said the word identity, and I immediately just clicked with that because I would say out of any team in the league, the, this, that, like the Islanders have the most identity. Um, mm. Well, I mean, their fourth line is literally known league-wide as the identity line because in 2022, the Islanders' fourth line is just consistent. I, I don't want to say all grinders because Sezikis is really, but their fourth line is pretty much all grinders. Yeah. And their their job is to just go out there. They they're not expected to score. They're just expected to go out there and hit. Oh, it, that line averages probably fifteen hits a game from one line. They just go out there and uh, hit and just grind the other team down, block shots. They get they get the occasional goal, but they just grind the other team down. Um know, they, they know their hockey. Yeah, like they know their role and they they go out there and do it. And that's that's like their energy line. They start every game. Um, I think it's every goal 
against the Islanders. I think they go out there and, you know, do the first shift to just push back and hit and whatnot, and they fight when they have to. Like, it's... Yeah, mm. so, so that would be my dark horse, I would say, coming out of the, the East. Or, yeah, the East. The East. Fair enough. All right, so who's, who's coming out of the West? I don't want to say them. I don't want to say them because I really dislike this franchise with my entire heart. Seattle Kraken. No. No. Seattle's just in a shit division. Colorado? No, uh, it's actually St. Louis. Okay. St. Louis Blues. Wait, um, I know the team name, Brandon. Thank you. No. So, for, first of all, the, the, it, it just really bugged me because the NHL is making a, a big spiel about him to start the season because they're like, oh, the St. Louis Blues are the, the last undefeated team um, in the league. It's like, shut up. They played two fucking games while some teams have played seven or eight because mm. they played um, their first game. It, I think it was... I think it was four days after the season started on a Saturday. And then they didn't play till the following Saturday. So the season's been oh. going on for a week and a half, and they, they played two games. Mm. Um, and they ended up winning their, their next two. They went on to, to be, to be 4-0, and then they lost, what is it, year? one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So they lost eight in a row. And then, of course, they played San Jose to end that win streak. And... So then they go one, two, three, four, five, six. So then they come back and win seven in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it was just a team that just got off to a slow start. You know, there's lots of talk about contract extension with guys. There's some new guys that came in. Like, they're, they're, I mean, they're sitting 11 11 right now, seven and three in their they, last 10. I think they're in, they're in, in the tight division, too. Well, and right, then, they're tied for fourth in yeah. points. When you think about it, you know, Minnesota, Nashville, St. Louis, they have 22 points. Colorado only has 25. Winnipeg is 29. We're only a quarter into the season. And Dallas only is 30. Like, that's that division to be sixth in the division and only six points behind first place. Or not, eight not, points, not, my bad. Not to really mention that, how tight they're in there. But remember, they lost eight in a row. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you to break go that in half and still be close. Like you break that in half. Say they say they win half of those because some of them were close games. They win half, just like that. They're fifteen and seven. They're tied for yeah. the top of the division. If yeah. they win, um, two of them and lose six, mm-hmm. then then they're sitting third in the division, only one point behind Winnipeg. Like, yeah, I don't and like that. And we're not even talking OT games and all that. Yeah, like I don't like That's St. Louis. St. I don't Louis want hasn't been able to push to overtime. Yeah, like I don't want to like St. Louis, but they they they're they're a dark horse team, I would say, in in the West. They still got the guys that can can do what we've seen and do it, and they won it a couple years ago. You should hate St. Louis too. Thinking about it now, mm. yeah. Because okay. what was it? Twenty. Fuck, I'm dumb. Twenty nineteen. 2020. Where is it? 2019. When the Blues uh, won the, the Cup. Bruins. They beat San Jose in the West Final, which is part of the reason why I dislike them so much. Mainly because they injured half of San Jose's team. But then, yeah, they went on to beat Boston. So you should dislike well, them just as much as me. Well, then I do. Fuck the St. Louis Blues. Yeah. And I knew that. I just, I just, I just clocked to me. I'm just like, damn, you should hate well, them too. Go. 
and I do. Um, okay, we'll we'll end on this because um, I do got to run. Sorry to cut it short, but you know what? Let's if you guys like this, tell us what you think of the short. Um, oh, I just remember NHL episodes. I remember the other fan base I want to shit on. Can I still shit on them? Of course. Good. The Colorado Avalanche fan base. Boo, That's who I'm Colorado. Boo. So, Why do you hate them? I apparently this came out a while ago. I just didn't hear about it until um a couple of days ago because it's only this only happened recently. But so former Avalanche player Tyson Jost, he was traded at the deadline last year. Um, so he's traded off Colorado. He got traded to Minnesota. Who, and then Colorado went on to win the cup. So what a shitty feeling that is that you get traded away mm-hmm. and. You know, I mean, you're happy for for your boys and whatnot, but it's just kind of a it's it's probably a shitty feeling. Yeah. No. Um, so so you got traded to Minnesota, and then a couple days ago, Minnesota put him on waivers, and Buffalo claimed him. And so then okay. this is where I found out what happened because I saw someone be like, "Oh, why didn't the the Avs bring him back?" Which was was a stupid comment in itself because the Avs are ahead of Buffalo in the. The standing, so like Buffalo for Stibbs. Anyways, mm-hmm. so someone said because someone replied and said because your fan base is shit and what you guys did to him was wrong. And I was like, what the fuck happened? So I looked it up. And anyway, so after the Avalanche won the cup, um, Tyson Jost just received a, a, a like an in, insane amount of. DMs on like Instagram and Twitter from Avalanche fans who were like messaging being like holy fuck like good thing we traded you otherwise we wouldn't the cup and it's like suck on that um getting rid of you is what put us over the edge and like they were just degrading this dude who is oh, ju- who's just a, who's just a guy on the team busting his ass for the abs every night and then yeah. he gets shit on when they go on doing the cup without him and it was like it's like holy shit like some of the DMs were were, were leaked or put yeah. out by him, whatever. And I was just like, holy fuck. Dude, those Avs fans were putting you on the clown report. Boom. Yeah. That, well, I, New Jersey fans are already on there, so they can hang out together. But yeah, I was just like, holy shit. Like, like, I was just like, damn. Like, when a player's on, like, the Sharks, like, I mean, Pavelski went off to Dallas. Burns is off in uh, Carolina. Even Joe Thorne and Patrick Marleff. Like, I was cheering for him. Because yeah. those were the guys that I supported before they're they're good dudes from what i've seen like you want them to to succeed not fucking degrade them in like it was you're talking to a guy that owns the san francisco 49ers jimmy garoppolo jersey yeah exactly right like you support you support the guys you were you were cheering for and whatnot so i was i was quite shocked by that because well I, i was not expecting that to be like what what was being referred to or anything but like damn dude it was that was gross so i don't think he'll ever want to play for the abs ever again even if they wanted him to because yeah the base you sure isn't behind them yeah yeah geez okay well so there yeah. we go so boom we're we're crafting on that fan base okay so to wrap off this uh this hockey episode um who is your um top Canadian team. Who's 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 Canadian team? Who's who up this year? Like no Canadian teams are. 
Not even Toronto? None, no. Really? Not even Toronto? <laughs> Not a single Canadian team has a chance this year. Not even Winnipeg. It sucks because, like, I know San Jose doesn't have a chance. So, I'm like, I hope, I hope at least a Canadian team can bring it back to Canada. But, like, no. Winnipeg or Toronto? Toronto hasn't made the past the first round since, what, 2004? Okay, this isn't their year. Do they not have the goaltending? Why Why isn't this their year? Why not? I mean, their goaltending's been been actually pretty good, but it's two guys who haven't been consistent in the last couple years. So I think they're just off to hot, hot starts, you know? And they just don't have the depth. Like, their top defenseman, Morgan Riley, goes down with an injury. They They couldn't do anything. They traded for a guy making league minimum because that's literally all they could afford. They couldn't even afford to bring up anyone from their, their farm team. Mm-hmm. So, and then they're one of their, probably their best prospect they have, Nick Robertson. They can't even play him in the lineup because they don't have the cap space for him. Or, I mean, well, I mean they could make room for him, but they, uh, um, yeah, they, I don't know. For some reason they're just not playing him, but he, he's better than half the guys they've got in their their lineup. Fair enough. Do we want to end on a feel good story here involving the Toronto Maple Leafs? Let's do it. Um, Lay it so on part, me and then I gotta run. So part of the reason um, that the um like with with the Maple Leafs cap issues, so Wayne Simmons, um, one of their their players, kind of their their tough guy on the team, um. So he hasn't really been playing much this year, and he's been put on waivers twice because the Leafs don't have the cap space to to be playing him and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So this is this is Toronto's biggest win over Boston in probably ever, and will probably ever be the biggest win because they're not going to fucking ever beat him in the playoffs. But mm-hmm. so the other day, Wayne Simmons um, reached out to and met up with um, Isaiah. Crowthers, I believe his name is the kid that Mitchell Miller like bullied and harassed oh, for yeah. years. So Wayne Simmons actually reached out to him, met up with him, um, hung out with him. I think I don't. I want to say was they went to the Leafs game together, but I'm not too sure. But they went to a a game together. Mm-hmm. So Wayne Simmons reached out to this kid and was like, "Hey, Matt, come out to Toronto and you know hang out with me and that um and whatnot." So I thought that was you really know what cool. He did? Because that was such that was something Simmons didn't have to do. It was something that he deep down wanted to do, and he went out and did it. And it was that, that's incredible, though. Do you know what? Do you know what he did? Something Mitchell Miller never had the balls to do. Yeah. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, you're not wrong. Holy um, fuck! I mean, I didn't realize the Flames game ended. Um, Seattle and Los Angeles are playing right now. There's currently 12 minutes left in the second period, and it's 6-5 Seattle. If someone Jesus. hammered the over and was so confident, fucking good on you. 11 mm-hmm. goals. Game's not even half over. We're on pace for 22. That's when you like do a ridiculous over, like find a spread that doesn't even make sense. It's like the spread's at 15 goals already, and you yeah. slam it. Fuck it, 922, 23, PGO episode 23. There we go. Full circle. Oh, yeah. Urban Meyer. <laughs> Urban Meyer. There we <laughs> had go. To plug them there. And on had that note, folks, hop on YouTube, follow us there. Post game overtime, post games, one word. Hop on Instagram, follow us there at PGO show. 
No, Instagram is PGO. Oh, no, yeah. It's, fuck, never mind. Shut up. Yeah, Keep going. I'm down. It's PGO I'm Show. Yeah. I, I had it all memorized. You messed me up. Um, okay. Instagram is PGO Show. YouTube is Post Game Overtime. Post Game is one word. Twitter is PG Overtime. And TikTok is PGO Show. Reach us, reach out to us on all of those platforms. We want to hear from you. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us if you want to hear more or less, if anything. And, uh, and if you're too lazy to look up any of them, look up one of them. Our link trees in there. There you go. You if have you're all too lazy right to look there. up all of them, look up one. We have a link tree. It links yeah. you to all of them. And we, we put will a lot never of work make into you it. work for it. We put a lot yeah, of work we, into it. So I want to We put the work into it so you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that. There we go. On that note, we uh, we will see you soon. Uh, sorry for the little hiatus between episodes, but uh, tell us what you think of the NHL episode and chat with you soon.